Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. Hey, Happy Tanners. Thank you so much for joining us on episode 82 of the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Christy Walker from Tanistry spray tans in Louisiana. Christy has been in the industry for quite some time, well over a decade. She's relocated her business from California to multiple locations. Now she resides in Louisiana and New Orleans. So please listen to this interview. She actually has a background in marketing as well. So she'll share some great insights into how to better market your business, which is obviously a tough subject for most people in business, not only in spray tanning businesses, but others alike. So she'll share some great information and insight into that. Again, an industry veteran. She's been in the industry for a while. She's relocated her business. She specializes in marketing. So tune in, sit down, grab a pen and a piece of paper, and make sure you jot down some notes on this one. Christy, thank you so much for sharing your journey and your adventure so far. We look forward to seeing how much more you have to come in this industry. And it's great to obviously get to learn more about you as well as a longtime supporter of Happy Tan. So thank you so much. And Happy Tans listeners, today's podcast is sponsored by the first and the only website builder created specifically for the sunless tanning industry. Come check us out at happytans.com. Click the create your website button or go to happytans.com forward slash website to learn more. Our websites are not only professionally designed, we're here to support you and help you all throughout the process. We'll even build the website for you and we'll help you rank online on Google to help you get more clients in the door. Sure, there are other website builders out there, but they don't have the tailored one-on-one support that we offer. They don't have the industry expertise that we have and they don't help you rank on Google like we do. I can guarantee you that we are here for you. We support you and we'll help grow your business. That's our dedication to you and to the industry. So come check us out, happytans.com. Click on the create your website button. Or if you have questions, email me grant at happytans.com. I'm always here and more than happy to help. Thank you so much for listening. Please share, like, and review this episode if you could. We'd love it. We want to reach more and more people. The best way to do that is for you to share it with other people that you know that are in the industry or even related industry. Nails, hair, estheticians, whatever it may be, lashes and brows, anything. We're here to help whoever we can. Thank you so much. Happy tanning. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Christy Walker from Tanisty Sprays Tans in New Orleans. How are you doing today, Christy? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. I almost uh, fumbled over the name Tanistry Spray Tans. They're a little tongue twister for me. <laughs> it is a tongue twister. Yeah, definitely. Well, I want to open up the floor for a minute. For those that don't know you, uh, give your, give yourself an introduction. Let us know a little bit about you, how long you've been in the industry, and anything else you want to share. I'm excited uh, for the listeners to, to hear more about you. Sure. Um, I am in New Orleans currently, and I've been spray tanning for nine years. And I actually started my business um, back in 2012 in L.A., in California, and I've moved my business twice. I moved it from California to West Virginia, and then I moved it from West Virginia to here. And I did things, I guess, a little backwards um, than most people. I came into the business as a trainer (laughs) before ever opening my business. Um, So I went to California to train, to learn how to do spray tanning, and ended up staying there and working as a trainer. And then after a few months, got my business going. And now here I am. Wow. So who, who is that? Do you, can you share who you were training with or for? That was at Hollywood Airbrush Tanning Academy. Yeah, Simone. Yeah, Simone. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. She's She's been around for a long time. I remember her from my Shirley days. So that's cool. So you moved out there and learned, about, learned how to become a trainer without actually having a business. Did you spray tan at that time or just from what you had learned? Um, well, I started my mobile business um, at the same time that I was training to be a trainer. And then I worked in there training with her. And then um, right after that, um, once I really got all of that under my belt. Um, I did more trainings on the road, not necessarily there in her studio. That was probably only a month or two months. And then I did some trainings in Vegas, North Carolina, Ohio, Florida, Georgia, pretty much everywhere. Um, yeah. I traveled to a lot of different places. And then we kind of went our separate ways after that. And I just started offering trainings on myself, offering trainings you know, on my own. Mm-hmm. And then um, I'd moved back to the East Coast and I started spray tanning there. No one had ever offered it there. And um, being in a little small town in West Virginia, it really mm-hmm. took off. And it was wildly successful, <laughs> which awesome. is hard to believe. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So is it, is it always been under the same business name or have you changed that as well? I have changed my business name. Okay. Um, I changed it to Tanistry here after moving to um, New Orleans. Got it. Got it. Well, that's cool. I know it's, um, uh, it's you know, Sim- Simone, right? Not Simona, Simone. Simone. She- yeah. Yeah. So I know she's been around forever and was one of the original kind of like trainers. I remember she was like one of the only ones that would like have the different options for training, traveling and all that stuff. So (laughs) that's pretty cool start for you. Um, And to learn from somebody who obviously was like one of the household names, I would say maybe still is, I don't, I don't know, but um, for, for training and everything Um, and quite the challenge to move to different locations. I'm sure basically restarting your business every single time. And uh, you know, a lot of people have uh, been faced with that, whether it's business relocation, military relocation or whatever it is. So do you have any tips for people that have to relocate uh, or or anything you'd want to share? Um, I would say for me relocating what worked best for me, um, which is also what I learned when I first started is that, Um, you know, offering free spray tans is the best way to build your business. Um, It's cheaper than paying for marketing. And so both times whenever, and obviously that's a given if you're getting good spray tans, Mm -hmm. Um, but both times that I've moved, I've really just went and said, you know, Hey, can I give you, you know, a spray tan if you like it, will you tell your friends and then come back and, those people that I've given free tans for slowly built my business. Yeah. Yeah. I like that method too. I think a lot of people still struggle with that. And obviously if you need the money, it's a kind of a double-edged sword. It's challenging, uh, you know, uh, but I think it's a necessary step in most cases to, to build a business. Um, some people will find other ways to do it, but that's definitely a way to get into people who won't, who won't go for a free tan. Uh, if nothing else, you know, maybe just tell them you're trying out some new products or whatever it is. And, get some people in the door and that uh, kind of creates that uh, tree of uh, you know, kind of a tree where different branches grow, different people spread the word and those kind of things. So that's, that's a good way to do it and good advice as well. So thanks for sharing that. Uh, I'm sure you've had some uh, ups and downs in these last, you know, decade or so in the industry uh, through your business uh, or multiple businesses as you've moved and switch locations. And I like to touch on 
the the worst moment so far in your business and the best. So if you want to start with the worst, then we can end on something a little bit better, a better note there. Uh, just the worst moment in your business or maybe the most challenging moment in your business so far. That's absolutely COVID. You know, um, we were shut down completely. And prior to that, I was also working um, during the day and I was furloughed. And then my spray tanning business was shut down. And, um, you know, that's pretty scary. (laughs) Losing income from (laughs) every avenue. Um, but going right into one of the best times immediately after the restrictions were lifted and I was able to start tanning. Um, and I also launched my own tanning mousse and a few other products under bougie in a bottle. Um, during that time, I went from being completely unemployed and having no income to being the busiest I've ever been. Wow. And you credit that to the having the products or was that like, you know, kind of a mix of that and then the, everything kind of opening back up and all of that together? Um, no, I think a lot of it um, during COVID, which, you know, cause we talked about it during the downtime, I spent a lot of time um, on my online presence because at that time i already knew that I didn't want to go back to work for anyone else. I was going to tan full time and only work for myself. So I spent a lot of time on my website, um, on social media, on marketing, um, and putting my name out there a lot more because prior to that, I had enough business that I didn't need to do that because I was only tanning in the evenings and on the weekends. Mm. Yes. You create a lot more space or that created a lot more space. You were forced into it. Basically it was like jump, jump or sink kind of thing. Right. So you did the, you did it and found your, found your uh, parachute on the way down. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, That's yeah, no, that's a challenging time. I'm sure that a lot of people listen to this. Some people listen to this. I don't know, could relate to that. um, Whether it's just was completely losing their, job furloughed, whatever it was, if it's just their spray tanning business, they might've lost that. Yeah. Pretty much everybody was, or everybody was shut down. Some people did some elite, I guess you say illegal stuff, whatever they did to get through staying open and spraying people. But, um, I mean, I'm not going to say that after I got COVID, I didn't go back out spray tanning. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I think anybody can relate at some point you have to take care of, you know, yourself, your family. It's, you know, at that point you're, fend for yourself kind of thing so well at that point we were under the impression we all believed that once you had it you were immune right and you wouldn't get it again and by the time we really understood that that's not the case the restrictions were already lifted for you know some of the businesses here yeah kind of fell into place yeah definitely definitely what so during that time i mean what how did you shift? I'm curious about your mindset shift from like, uh, you know, losing that stuff to like, Hey, I got to make this work somehow, some way, what can I do? Was, was the moose something you were already working on? Was that completely thought under pressure? How, how did all that come together? Um, (laughs) it was the push that I needed. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say for probably the past two years, I've went back and forth saying, I'm going to leave my job. I'm going to tan full time. Um, And that's really scary. I would say for a lot of people, if they don't have someone else, you know, 
as a backup financially. Um, I have kids and <laughs> mm-hmm. two kids about to start college here in a few weeks. Wow. Um, so when you're looking at a mortgage and multiple car payments and education and everything else, um, it's a lot. But when COVID hit and I took the time to invest in um, you know, everything online and really, I mean, a lot of my clients, I had a large clientele already just letting them know, like, Hey, let your people know (laughs) I'm going to have a full-time schedule. Um, and I just pushed myself into it. Um, I did actually go back to work after that. And then I started having, um, health issues from working and, um, I was having panic attacks. Mm. And that's actually what made the decision for me. It was the stress from the job. And um, I decided I, it's a long story, which I won't get into, but I had a panic attack driving down the road and I had to be rescued by EMS. (laughs) And on that day I gave my notice and I said, like, this is it. I'm not going to work for anyone else um, ever again. And that was it. (laughs) Wow. That's uh well, first off, thanks for being vulnerable and sharing that. Cause that's hard to, um, so that's something hard to share. And obviously, you know, a lot of people wouldn't be able to do that. So thanks for doing that. Uh, it's interesting that, you know, we often, it, it's, it's a comfort thing, which obviously you basically just, un, you know, revealed to us that like you were just comfortable with what you were doing. So there wasn't that push to, to do something else, right. To look for the other opportunity or to, or to take the chance and, go for it to quit your job, you know, and it's a challenging situation. You know, I I've done it. A lot of people have done it. Um, a lot of people, you know, for me, I took the time until I was comfortable enough with it, but had I done it faster, it probably would have been far better. Cause once I had the time to fully invest, the business took off just cause there's so much more time in a day, yes. but it's a challenge. It's a challenge. And that comfort is, is so comfortable <laughs> that you don't want to get out of it, but you know, th- it, and it's never an easy decision, but I always feel like you can always get, another job, right? If you, if you absolutely needed to, I mean, I would, I would say the same thing as you, like, I don't think I could ever work for anybody again, unless it was a, you know, partnership type thing, you know, working at a corporate structure just does not sound like anything I'd want to do. But at the end of the day, you can always find another job, you can find another way to make money. So it's, but um, I know it's a tough, tough uh, pill to swallow sometimes. They would take me back any minute if I wanted to come. Um, it definitely was not um, anyone that I worked with. I loved yeah. everyone that I worked with there. It was actually more of a geographical issue. Um, gotcha. Some things changed. And then I was having to travel a lot, which put a lot of stress on me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what caused it. Yeah. That, yeah, I can't imagine the the panics attacks. And I, I know people close to me that have had issues with that as well. So um, hopefully you've overcome that. And I'm sure it sounds like removing that stressor was the the straw that kind of broke the camel's back, uh, so to speak. So I'm glad you were able to, to get out of that situation. I've been doing fine, you know, ever since I wow. left and I've been on my own. And I do feel like a lot of people can relate to that right now. And when I was going through that, my doctor told me that, they were treating people for panic attacks more than anything right now because of the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes complete sense. Uh, so for you and your business, uh, what has changed for you over the past, you know, few years, whatever, whatever it looks like now, obviously before it was just kind of a part-time thing, you obviously 
multiple states, different different businesses, different demographics, different people you're serving there. Obviously, New Orleans has its definitely is known around the world for what it is. Uh, it's a cool place. Definitely some characters there. Uh, but like, what does it look like in your business now? Is it just you or you, do you have other staff? You obviously have the moose as well, but I'm just curious what that, what your day to day looks like. Um, so it is just um, me here um, in this location, but I also took over another location mm-hmm. after COVID who happened to be someone that I trained. She was a student of mine. And um, she's fantastic, but she doesn't like the business side of it. She only likes the spray tanning side. So she was ready to give up on it. She, you know you know that I love marketing and all of yeah. that stuff that goes with it. And she doesn't, she didn't want to have anything to do with it. So I took over and she's tanning for me in Baton Rouge. So um, <laughs> to answer your question, it looks a lot different because when I started and for years I was mobile and I technically it was part-time, but it was um, still full-time. I tanned a lot, focused um, okay. a lot in West Virginia, I focused a lot on parties and um, I was making as much money from tanning on the side as I was working. Mm -hmm. And since I moved here, and I think that's a great way to build your business. And it's a great way to build your business, especially in a rural area. They're usually very popular there. Mm -hmm. And when I came here to New Orleans, that's not necessarily a thing. Some people do it, but it's not popular, I guess. Um, And so I focused my whole shift and I created a little niche for myself. Um, I'm pretty well known here for bridal spray cans. And um, I have a lot of destination brides that come here to tan with me. And that's what a lot of that has helped grow my business here. Yeah, that's good to have a niche. And, uh, you know, a lot of people struggle with that. And there's tons of different ways. Some people just do comp competition tanning some people just do or mainly bridal obviously some people do a lot of parties uh some people like to only do mobile mobile some people only like studio right there's so many different ways to do it but i think having some kind of specialty is super important uh to to stand up stand out you know you might attract some other people as well that are quote unquote normal right not bridal clients but at least having a, a specialty is a good way to to do it and, and make yourself stand out in the crowd because there's so many there's so much competition nowadays I agree. Yeah, definitely. Do you remember how you got your first paying customer? I guess this was back in California uh, <laughs> a decade ago or so. <laughs> this is actually the horror story of my tanning career. <laughs> <laughs> Can't, wait. I, Can't wait. I don't know if I should tell the story. <laughs> I don't know if it's appropriate, <laughs> um, but I'll, I'll roll with it. Okay. Um, So when I was mobile um, in California and I took, I wouldn't say that I was renting a room. Um, I was trading for a room in a salon in Malibu Mm -hmm. who has a very, you know, upper class clientele. And anybody that's been in the industry knows when you go out, Um, you know, in the beginning and you're starting out, you're extremely nervous. There's tons of things running through your mind, you know, about 
if they're going to tan completely nude and do they think you're staring at them? You know, are they, what are they thinking about you? Do they think that you're judging them? And it's, it's a lot while also trying to remember your technique. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, um, I, first client comes in and she wants to strip down completely nude and get tan. And, um, I was really nervous and, (laughs) turned around and she had toilet paper um, (laughs) hanging from her so my inner battle like I was fighting with myself do I tell her do I not tell her do I tell her do I not tell her because I knew if I told her she would be so embarrassed she would never come back and I knew if I didn't tell her when she got home and she saw it she was going to be so embarrassed she would never come back so I chose not to tell her okay (laughs) Never saw her again. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I've never heard that one, so that's a good. <laughs> I'm sure more than you have had that happen. I'm sure that's a relatively common-ish experience. <laughs> yeah. um, which now, I mean, I've seen so many things and yeah. experienced so much. Now, you're not necessarily focused on those things. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, people think that we look at their bodies and that we think things, you know, they're always coming in apologizing for how they look or being right. out of shape or because they didn't shave. And we don't see any of that. But when you're brand new and first starting out, you're definitely aware of everything. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, that's a, yeah, that's an interesting thing. I've, I, yeah, be a tough, tough one to know which, which way is right. I think you would have lost her regardless. So. Uh, yeah. Well, I did. I did lose her. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, if uh, Christy, if you had to pick out one thing or, or pinpoint one thing that you say has, has led to the most success in your business, what would you say that one thing is? I would say, um, aside from perfecting my technique to make sure that um, the tans are flawless, it's definitely more customer service for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't rush my clients ever. Whether I'm in a location, I block off enough time um, to be able to tan them, chit chat with them, answer any questions, or if I'm mobile, I would always be really generous with my scheduling. Mm-hmm. I follow up with all of my clients. I form relationships with my clients. I've never been someone um, who could not accept criticism. (laughs) I am the person if I, you know, saw a picture online and the tan looked off to me, I'm the person that would reach out to them and be like, is there something wrong with your tan? Because I saw that picture, (laughs) you know, or screenshot picture. Um, So that if there is, because sometimes it can be filters, it can be lighting issues, whatever the case may be. But, you know, if they do have an issue with it, I will pack up my stuff and go fix it immediately. Right. Right. That's, yeah, that's, that's, you know, big of you to do. I think that's important. Uh, it's great to never, I mean, you know, kind of one of the, the one of the four agreements from is a, a great book, but one of the agree, four agreements is, you know, never take things personally. Right. So it's good to take that as feedback and not take it personally. I think, you know, a lot of people's gut instinct is always like, Oh, they're bad mouth and whatever it is. Right. You're making, you're saying I'm not a good spray tan artist and all this kind of stuff goes through people's head, but it's really just like, Hey, this is a, this is feedback. This is a way to grow and get better. Make sure my customers are happy. Um, and it's definitely not a, it's, it's definitely, there's definitely a reason that a lot of people 
when I ask that question, they talk about their customer service because that really is what sets people apart. Um, you know, customer experience, whatever you want to call it, that the way you set yourself apart is by caring. You form these relationships. These people become your friends. They'll obviously continue to support you. They're not going to go to somebody down the street and save five or 10 bucks, whatever it may be, right? You got to form those relationships and genuinely care about the people that you're serving and servicing. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, well, I mean, I, I know that you have a background in marketing. You really love uh, love that side of things. This is just kind of off the cuff question. What what are some what are some general pointers for people, whether they're just starting out or have been in business for a while, to to help them better market their spray tan business? Get on Google. Yeah, my business. A lot of people do not know that they need to create a business listing and get verified. Yep. It's free. Um, it's free. Yes. Um, definitely build up reviews on there. So um, people do read the reviews. They, I have people that have told me they've read all the way through my reviews. Right. That's why they come to me because they've read the reviews. Yep. Um, another thing is to make sure your website and your social media match. And um, that will also help you online. But a lot of people have their, you know, Instagram under their personal name and then they create a Google listing and then their Facebook is maybe half yeah. actual business name. And you definitely want to be uniform yep. across the board as much as possible. Um, and really any, um, you know, social media type of accounts that you can get on. I recommend um, doing it and trying to be active on them. We all know Instagram's really popular right now. Um, just getting on there and engaging with people and liking their stuff. They will start to see your stuff more, which will help build your presence on Instagram for sure. Right. Definitely. Well, definitely. Yeah. Reviews are huge. I agree with that. It's free. If you don't know what it is, go to Google and type in Google my business. It's a completely free profile. It's what pops up in the little map pack or on your Google maps, whatever it is, when you're searching for things, uh, get those reviews, make sure they're, make sure they're consistently coming in, not just a hundred and one day because Google understands that that something was going on there. Like you said, first off, the consistency is good for branding. Secondly, obviously for the algorithms and Google and all this stuff. Like if you have one specific business name, then it can pull all that together versus, you know, three different names on three different platforms. It's completely confusing for everyone. Uh, so you want to make sure that's consistent. And then, like you said, being on the platforms, being consistent, posting stuff, interacting with people, uh, even on like, for instance, Google, they recommend you reply to every single review, positive or negative. A lot of people miss that. If you go in there to literally show you which ones you've replied to and which you haven't, give them a thumbs up or something, if nothing else. I mean, that stuff, that stuff goes a long way. And add pictures on there. Yeah. A lot of people never do that. Yeah. yeah. 100%, 100%. People want to see your work. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm probably gonna put together some free train on Google business stuff because people are still missing that stuff. Or you might've been talking about Instagram and stuff. Sorry, but Google, for, no, yeah, okay. Yeah. For Google, my business, you can post photos and that's what Christy's talking about. Uh, a lot of people don't notice that. A lot of people don't even know if people see them, but if you look at your Google business, you can upload photos. You should do it consistently like you do for anything else. Even if it's the same picture, just move it over there. And you can actually see the statistics about how many people have seen that picture in Google uh, consistently ranks businesses higher in the map pack based on that kind of consistency and how often you're posting pictures and things like that. So that's super important to do. Definitely. 
that those are some good pointers, Chrissy. Thank you for that. Um, the, you know, before I ask the last question, I just want to thank you for your time. It's great to get to know more about you. I know we've known each other for a while uh, as well. So thanks for your time and experience uh, on this interview. But the last question I want to ask is if you could write a letter to yourself when you were just starting out, what would you say? Um, I would say definitely tell myself not to be scared to take the leap. Um, I took the training to start a business and I know a lot of people do this and then they're hesitant about going all in on the business. So I kept that second job in my back pocket, even though I had built up enough clientele, you know, multiple times to not need it. I held on to it as a security and I would definitely go back and tell myself to go all in and just do it. Yeah. I love that. It's it's always easier said than done. Obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty. I mean, I literally did the exact same thing. It was like the side business was outperforming the main business. Like, how yeah. long do you have to do this grant before you're like, clearly, if you had 40 more hours a week, at <laughs> least, you know, probably 50 with commuting and all the other stuff. It's like, why are you not? It's, it was a self-belief issue for me. Um, and I think a lot of people struggle with that in the confidence, but I a hundred percent agree with you. I mean, at some point you got to take a leap of faith. You can always find another job. You probably get your job back, especially if you're good at it. Like you said. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's just so much, so much that can be said about that. And everybody looks at their situation and thinks it's unique or different, but at the end of the day, they're all very, very similar, obviously minus, you know, whatever else people have going on, if they have support from their, uh, significant other and whatnot, that's a completely different story, but to have that self-belief and be able to step out, obviously, like you said, at the end of the day, you're going to regret not doing it more than doing it. So that's definitely a good point. <laughs> yeah, definitely. If anybody has any questions for you, wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way to, to find you, Christy? Um, on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, Tanistry spray tans. Tanistry spray tans. Um, or on Facebook, you know, it's Christy Walker. Awesome. I say, I say, if anyone has any questions and they tried to search, they'd see we have um, quite a few mutual friends in the industry. So yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Even definitely. a really common name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not that hard to find me in the industry. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's the easy way to do it. I'll link those below in the show notes as well. Christy, thank you so much again for your time. I appreciate it. I hope uh, you have a wonderful day and happy tanning. Thanks for having me, Grant. You're welcome. Take care. Bye-bye.